What's up, everybody? This is the Bodyslam.net GCW Most Notorious Post Show. I am Casty Haynes, owner of Bodyslam.net. I am joined here with my man, Mike Hamley. Brother, what is going on, man? How you doing tonight? Having a great night. Yeah, watched a, night. watched a wild wrestling show from Harpo's in Detroit, which uh, some insane concerts usually happening there, usually right, right where that ring is, is... Uh, typically a mosh pit so uh yeah they uh they really kind of match the energy that harpos is used to with the wrestling show tonight it seemed fun man i uh wasn't too familiar with the um with the venue other than just hearing about it from people that i know from detroit they were talking about it when it got announced and how much well they considered it a shithole but it seemed to be pretty much like my place to go it looked like somewhere i would really enjoy going so yeah but I, yeah it seems to be fun. Um, yeah, but this is, seems to be pretty much our, our lead-in, our road to uh, Hammerstein, which is ironically what we kicked off today with our – you and I did our first uh, interview with uh, Charlie Tiger, which dropped this morning for our Road to Hammerstein uh, interview series. And we have one that you and I both did that will drop tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. on uh, our channel as well with uh, MLJ. So it's just uh, pretty good uh, timing on that for everything. So – but yeah, let's uh, let's just get more into the show tonight, man. Let's see. I can pull the results up here. Uh, the it started with the scramble, right? Yeah, Gringo Loco. Uh, yeah, he won. Yeah, he defeated Jimmy Lloyd, Spider Nate Webb, JJ Garrett, Ninja Mac, and Dante Leone. Yeah, and, and uh, Alex Zane. Alex Zane was in it. Oh, Zane was in there too. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah and Leon uh, hit the Gring, uh, got the pin on Gringo with the cutter, right? Uh. Gringo got the pin. Oh yeah, yeah. Gringo got the yeah, pin. Yeah, yeah. Gringo got the pin on. Pinning uh, Leon, pinning Dante. Yeah, pinning Dante. Dante. Yeah, he pinned Dante. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it says uh, Zane was a late addition to the match, hitting the oh, ring before okay. the bell to attack. Okay, I had stream issues, so like I saw Emil announces a six-man scramble. Everyone was in the ring, and then my stream got all funky, so I didn't even mm -hmm. see Zane come in. And then yeah, I'm, I, um, I didn't see the I didn't see the intro because when I turned it on, everybody was already in the match. They're already wrestling, so I didn't okay. see it actually everybody come in. But I'm reading the results that are on a body slam from Kyle. Kyle Kyle Sparks did some result coverage for us tonight here. But um, yeah, he said Zane was a late addition to the match. But yeah, it was fun okay. from what I watched. I I like I said, I was a little late coming in. How about you? you? You said you had some stream issues on it. I had some stream issues on it, so I didn't. I I got I basically got Emil announcing the like beginning of the match, and then I pretty much got like a minute and a half in the finish. Mm -hmm. but uh pace looked crazy like it's a gcw scramble so like they're all familiar faces these guys are doing these matches with each other you know like a rotating cast of about yeah. 12 of them that are all kind of pieced together usually every couple weeks so every time every time you watch every time you watch the scrambles they seem to just like they're going crazier and crazier every week it's uh it, yeah you get you, get, you can't miss them honestly like it's one of the best parts of the show and it sucks that like my stream kept fucking up because i honestly like i live for these ones these are they're yeah. you know gringo loco is crazy jimmy lloyd is you know we he's talked about boy. it he's yeah, a different we, boy yeah. yeah we talked about it. like he'll he'll do all sorts of like crazy high spots in the scrambles but you know he'll, you know he'll work the death matches and stuff too so ninja mac like oh dude he's getting ready to go to japan man they yeah. talked about that a little bit on the show yep so you New star of Noah, Ninja Mac. Yeah. Good for him. Congrats. 
But uh, yeah, there was uh, there was one spot where I was talking to you about it. There was only one little spot that I noticed that was a little bit of a botch there, a uh, little sketchy spot, and it looked like uh, Mac was going off the top. And I said there was somebody sitting on the top turnbuckle. I can't remember who was on the top, and Dante Leon was looking like he was going to do a Hurricane Rana like off the top from that guy. But Ninja Mac came in and hit him, but he came up a little shallow and knocked Dante off the top um, until he kind of landed on his head on the apron uh, too. Like, and he was out of the match for a little bit, but he got back in. Because you know he got okay. banned at the end of finish, but uh, then Ninja Mac got involved. And I said he jumped up and did a hurricane run onto the guy that was on the top and threw him off. And it looked like he was going to land on somebody else and do a hurricane run off of them. So he was going to be like projectiled into another move onto somebody else. But he came up a little shallow. But they work through it. There's usually one spot where they get so fucking creative. Like they seem to be the one where it's just like, man, it sounds really fucking awesome on paper. But like the to pull that shit off is so fucking incredible to do. But they were a little. Little, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Overzealous. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, honestly, like with that many moving parts and the creativity that all of them possess melting together into one match, it's like there's bound to be something that's just like a little more ambitious than, you know. Yeah. You're not going to, it's not going to be like a we're going to get this one right every time kind of situation with some of those spots, but, you know. At least, yeah. you know, props to them for working through it and still yeah, no, it was, getting uh, a great match out. It always is fun, like you said. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we got was, – it was Gringo. Or Gringo got the pin on that one, which is, you know, that's awesome for him, man. I'm yeah. going into hometown tomorrow night in Chicago. Got a little momentum for him. So we'll see what they have for him tomorrow night. But Absolutely. Uh, next match up, we had Jordan Oliver versus Leon Ruff. Uh, it looks like that was a replacement because it was supposed to be Rich Swan, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. I didn't th- – didn't recall hearing anything on the broadcast about it uh but that also might that might have just been me not hearing it no i think i heard that he was a replacement the last minute replacement but i didn't know yeah if they, i didn't hear if they said why uh yeah i don't recall the rich circumstances yeah but, but i thought it was rich it was supposed to be rich and leon if i don't if i remember correctly i think if i saw the promotional yeah, from here yeah the definitely was. okay uh what do you think of the match man that was a hell of a good match like always everything jordan does right Jordan's awesome and like Leon is you know he's actually like you know polished been on television wrestler and Jordan was able to like keep the energy keep the pace with him and everything and like you know really go toe to toe with Leon so that's like a huge pat on the back to Jordan for you know keeping up with keeping up with Leon through it um I, I like I uh, they had me kind of they had me crack it up on the uh, the broadcast and they were talking about Jordan Oliver being 220 and saying dude, dude big breakfast big brother. breakfast dude, he's been eating big breakfast <laughs> yeah but uh, breakfast or whatever uh, Le- breakfast Le- eye breakfast Le- size Leon uh, Leon cracked me up pretty good too though he uh, I've dubbed I've dubbed the one move the guitar bar which one. He had Jordan and uh like he had a little arm bar uh, he had a little arm bar on him and uh he played some air guitar on his arm. So, ah nice. Guitar yeah. bar. Yeah. Gu- guitar bar. I like uh, it. Yeah, make it happen. Guitar bar 2022. 20, but yeah, that that match was a that was a fun match, man. I really like I mean dude, you can't go wrong with the Jordan Oliver match. That's why he is like one of their building blocks, cornerstones. Yeah. I feel like that pillars term is getting overused already. I already fucking hate it. Kind of like the forbidden door term. I fucking hate it yeah. already too. Yeah. But I mean, he is what he is. He's definitely the future. I keep oh, I yeah. tell him that every time I talk to him. But yeah, that motherfucker is tall. Every time I see him, he gets taller and taller. 
Yeah, um, and they kept talking about uh, Emil kept uh, talking about Jordan having a new move lined up for this match, and uh, I mean, he I hit think, it, but did they give a name for it? Uh, I think they just call it the Orange Crush. Okay, but I don't know if Jordan's gonna, you know, put his own branding on that. Maybe he's sponsored by Orange Crush now, and that's like perhaps a cross promotional branding thing. There, hey, who knows? Young, dumb, young, <laughs> dumb, and sponsored now. Young, dumb, and sponsored. He's like, we'll yeah. have to ask. We'll have to talk to the rest of the guys and ask him if that's the new. Yeah. You have to change the gimmick, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, uh, who does Jordan have tomorrow night? Do we? Uh, you know? I have to look at the card. I'm uh, I'm bad. Yeah, pull that card I'm, up. For I'm, a doing, I'm doing it. Bad rate. Yeah, I, I should have had it up. I should have had it up for to just to fucking have ready to go, but I don't in front of me. Uh, anyway. That was a good match. So I really I fucking Jordan, yeah. dude. He's he's fucking awesome, dude. He has some good spots too. They had some real real good chemistry too in the ring. Uh they did this one spot in the corner I really liked where you could see uh Leon bouncing around like he was gonna do some springy flippy stuff to like go like jump over Jordan and catch him off guard and Jordan just catches him in midair and hits him with a fucking real snappy, sharp like uh belly to back suplex. It just looked really good. But, yeah. That 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 yeah that German spot in the corner yeah. was good. I really like that. The three amigos spot also was really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Jordan got the two, and then they kind of started chaining the counters back and forth on the third suplex until Leon eventually yeah. got Jordan over for it. Um, not okay. So I've found portions of the card, but not the whole card. Oh, maybe oh. I did find the whole card. Never mind. No, I just found some of it. We got Gresham and Scorpio tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, we got a, a scramble again. Gringo Loco, Dante Leon, Dark Sheik, Alex Zane, Nick Wayne, Ninja Mac, uh, Depp and Bailey, Cardona, Ricky Morton, uh, PCO, AJ Gray, Ali Catch and Kylie Ray, Bandito and Blake Christian, Briscoes and Rejects. Does Jordan have a match tomorrow? I would assume so, but I haven't. I don't see it. Let's see. I'm not he, seeing it. He might be. I don't know. They probably got some. I figured they got something for him. Unless he had something else booked tomorrow, but who knows? You think this is you think this takes priority, you would have to assume. Yeah, we'll find we'll, we'll find, find out. out tomorrow night, I guess. We shall see. But uh anyway, let's get back to tonight's card and we'll deal. We'll we'll talk about tomorrow night's card tomorrow. Or we'll go back to it at the end of the night. We'll we'll push it at the end. Yeah. But uh up next was the uh the Kevin Nash spot where he made a guest appearance or he uh, just put over Detroit. You know, joked about uh, the guys in the back are stealing his shit and all that good stuff, and pretty much just put over GCW though. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was like good. Yeah, uh, this guy yelled out at him, "Where's Shawn Michaels?" At uh, probably at NXT. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and then, uh, which it was good because then that was a good segue and transition into the next match though, which then it brought out Alex Shelley, and then they had a nice little reunion in the ring because they had a good TNA run together. Man, I always enjoyed their little. Um, uh, I forgot what their what was their uh, team. Do you remember? Was it? Oh God, Papa Paparazzi was that their thing with the paparazzi? Yeah, or whatever? Uh, yeah. Oh God, I yeah, paparazzi. Um, Something. I my brain's. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he came out to uh, kick out the jams by uh, was it MC Five? MC Five. Yeah. 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 That was a good time. Yeah. Then they two sweeted. They had a nice little thing where Shelly also put up put over the locker room. But uh, then that's set up to the next match, which was Jimmy Jacobs versus Alex Shelley. And, you know, 
of course, that's only a fucking awesome throwback classic match. Mm-hmm. But we had uh, Jimmy Jimmy Jacobs unsuccessful, and uh, Alex Shelley was able to pin him there. What was it? A uh, how'd the finish go? It was a uh, uh, no, he submission with the Porter City stretch. Yeah, Porter City yeah. stretch. But he after Jacobs kicked out of the shell shock. Yeah, so he kicked they, out they, of the shell shock, and they just rolled him right into it. It was actually a really nice transition to finish it. Uh, the whole match was great. Like. Uh, I, I've talked about having a, you know, getting a nice stack of ROH DVDs uh, in the like mid late 2000s, and some of the, you know, earliest DVDs in there would had this same match on it. So it's really like super awesome seeing these guys. You know, yeah. we're talking like 18, 19 years later, still, you know, putting on good matches against each other. Hope you know could be the last. Could be the last time we too, see. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, both, uh, you know, both from the Detroit area. I believe Jimmy Jacobs is from around there. He's from somewhere in the area, yeah, somewhere up there. But uh, yeah, like honestly, it's one of the old, you know, it's one of the uh, the oldest matchups in like modern wrestling that's still apparently going. I don't know if we're gonna see it again. I hope we do because I was excited in uh, New York when I got to see Jimmy Jacobs wrestle uh, that spot with um, fucking wrestle at emo fight. Um, God damn it! I'm drawing a fucking blank now, man. Ah, uh, hang on. I'll, I'll find. Anyway, it. that was fun uh, because he was gonna sing, and then it uh, he got interrupted and did the match. I think it was oh, four, four, Atticus, was it? wasn't it? Atticus, yes, yeah, four four. Yeah. I was Atticus. Okay. Yeah, okay. fucking Atticus tonight. Interrupted. We'll get to that too. But uh, yeah. yeah, this was fun, man. That was a good match. So like, those two guys can still go, both of them, and Alex Shelley. Of course, he's a little bit more active. Alex, Alex Shelley was putting him in all sorts of ridiculous submissions at the beginning of the match. Like Dude. he had him. Oh man, he was twisting him up like crazy. It was super, it was super fun. I loved that. I I always get excited when I see the flatliner into a turnbuckle. So like, thank you everyone who ever does it in a match. And I like it when it's done really smooth. I hate it when it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The. Uh, yeah, it's the, one of those, the ones you, that look like it, do, yeah. yeah. So as if you don't do it well, it mm-hmm. looks like shit. It, yeah, so. it, looks, it looks really tragic when it's done. When it's done well, I get so excited. Um, yeah, they also did like a night. They had a really nice like dosy do with each other kind of at one point, and then Jimmy Jacobs hit Alex with a fucking six beer. Yeah, dude. But, they, uh, uh, and I don't know how many more. I mean, Jimmy Jacobs is getting up there. I don't know how mm-hmm. many more how much more he has in him, but that's always, I like to see that he's uh, getting to showcase his last run of his career in the ring, probably here with GCW. Yeah. It's fun. Um, I hope we get a little bit more. I hope this one end. That's, you know, twice now we've seen him in the last four months. So yeah, I hope we get a little bit more of that. That's always, I like the nostalgia that they do when they bring it in. They do a good job bringing in your, uh, your old, your nostalgia points and mixing it in with, uh, mm-hmm their their current stuff but yeah. uh yeah that led kind to re- that led uh, to the entrance man the uh diesel kevin nash or kevin the, the entrance with matt cardona coming out <laughs> with chelsea he, oh my god this was the they're like the best but the worst <laughs> you know like, what'd you think well, i mean this whole segment was good because it did a good oh, job promoting good. yeah it was, promoting yeah, sunday the cell was it the celebration of life that, of joey janela they're gonna have yeah. next sunday oh yeah chelsea started it out so like sweet too so you know speaking so 
kindly and then just turned out you know just turned it immediately right at the end it was uh you love to hate them they're so good like, yeah dude they're so I good got, at oh I, I honestly have not really ever really been much of a Chelsea green fan but I really enjoy the most recent stuff well there was stuff with her and Nick or Nick fucking her and Matt together is really great I'm not yeah. a real fan of like the stuff by herself but it's good man I, I she's done really good yeah, like, this stuff's fucking awesome, dude. This, especially this, this was funny. The, the nod to the Macho Man and Elizabeth with the pictures yeah. and the fucking all that stuff and the Photoshop mm-hmm. bullshit. Every, it's good though, man. This whole thing's good. Everything, everything they're doing in GCW together is just like, it's, it's perfect. Like it's so, it works so well. But uh, yeah, that set up the yeah. led to Rhino coming out, right? <laughs> yeah, Rhino came out and like. I was like, oh my God, Rhino's getting on the mic, but like only to call Chelsea a crack whore and said he'd rip her in half with a core. Very ECW just... style. Very oh, much ECW yeah. style. Yeah. Rhino promo I loved yeah. I loved it. And then, you know, just told Cardona to get in the ring, you little bitch, basically. And they didn't stay in the ring very long, like at all. He tell it was like mid nineties ECW Rhino. He just dragged him everywhere around Harpo's, hit him with everything that wasn't nailed down, just tossing tossing Cardona all over the place. It was a, a huge nostalgia trip, and like the way they brawled around everywhere. I loved it. Oh, and then even more so when Cardona pulls out the ECW title belt. Yes. And uh, tries to hit Rhino with it, but he that's when Rhino instead gores Chelsea through the door. Is that right? Well, there was uh, so uh, card, uh, he went to hit Rhino with it and he he took the ref out with okay. the belt first, and then uh, but then yeah, Chelsea, you know, got in there and looked like she was like, I don't know, they were like exchanging hands or something, and then yeah, Rhino went to gore, uh, gore, like he said he was gonna do, he told you. Yeah, and man, Matt Cardona did not do anything to help her with that one at all. Like, just left her high and dry to take that one. That happens, man. So, but, I mean, you know, hey, he's got to he's got to save his energy, man. He can't. Dude, be he's, got, he, he's got a. Big, he's got Ricky Morton tomorrow night, dude. He can't be fucking going through table or doors tonight, dude. He's got to protect it. He's got to protect himself he's from got, the Ricky Morton destroyer. He's got to rock and roll tomorrow night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so then I guess. You know, like you said, Cardona hit the low blow. Yeah. Uh, and then a belt shot. And then it's that uh, he wins. Uh, Forrest Emil to announce him. I was going to say, my, our man Emil <laughs> has to announce him as the new ECW TV champion. Yeah. So I guess that's a nice, fun running um, new addition to the storylines that they're going to have now is Matt Cardona being the new ECW TV champion. I wonder if he defends it tomorrow night against um, Ricky Morton. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, put that shit on the line. I it's are they allowed to like say that even? I don't even know. Uh, they I, did tonight. I don't I, I mean yeah, I get I, I like I'm assuming they must uh, I don't know. Well they're gonna what's gonna happen? I mean who yeah. knows? But know. uh man hey the the disdain in Emil's voice when he had to say that too. He's he just such poor a guy. good job with his hatred of Matt Cardona. Oh poor guy. Yeah. Oh and his Matt Cardona Matt Cardona too at the beginning of the match with the talk about how Rhino isn't the last ECW champion. Yeah, uh, it was great. Uh, for somebody that loves like, like you hear, well, like if everybody that listens to that interview tomorrow morning, you'll hear how much Emil loves wrestling. So yeah, the Emil's, just, just, 
Emma got to Emma got to announce some names tonight too. Kevin Nash. We were talking. He was talking about that on the interview as well. Check it out. He was talking about how that felt, and he was got a little bit more to say about what he how this means, all this shit means to him. So, yeah, that drops eight o'clock tomorrow morning on Body Slam's YouTube channel. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to the channel. Uh, I think the is the running right now. Yeah, right here at the bottom. You can, if you're not doing it yet, guys, subscribe to the channel and also like this video. Give us a thumbs up if you don't mind. That always helps our uh, helps us on the algorithm. There we got a couple. Let's see. Hold on. What we got here? We got somebody. Yeah, they're returning to. Uh, that's right. That's coming up next. Yeah, they announced that April 23rd they're returning to Harpo's. Uh, yeah, that's, that'll be interesting to see if they go head to head with Impact. Well, we'll have to see what they do there, but uh, yeah. we'll see who actually is the number three now. Then, right? If they do really? go head to head, see who has well. more pay per view sales on Fight, who gets more and <laughs> Impact Plus. But uh, yeah, now we're in intermission during the show after that match, right? After the ECW TV title match. Yeah, we uh, got to the, uh, got to sit through a nice uh, major wrestling figure pod video of uh, <laughs> Matt Cardona breaking down the new Joey Janela. <laughs> ringside collectibles figure which i have myself have a ringside speaking of ringside collectibles let's while we're pumping figs let's uh go ahead and put this one over my boy chase owens also has in a ring uh collectibles fig for the same guys this one's autographed you have to ask him to do that i'm sure he'll work you out a deal but yeah no that was fun that was a nice little um figure breakdown of joey's figure and him talking shit and then of course, really, his figures, of course, really better. broke the figure down at the end of the video, too. I mean, that's what I would expect. I mean, yeah. that's from somebody that is such a major figure guy. He better do a fucking proper breakdown of it. Or, yeah, I mean, the yeah. fuck are we even doing here? You get know? a nice, get a nice cross section in the middle, you know, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, but, I mean, uh, dude, like all the all roads are leading to Hammerstein, so that, like, that was a nice plug for everything. The, Rick, the Ricky Martin bit at the end of it was real good, though. <laughs> Ricky uh, knocked a card, knocked a Zack Ryder figure off a table with his own figure, and you know, pumped up their match tomorrow too. Ricky's got a figure. It looked like a Rick. It looked like a Ricky figure that he was holding. Hey. I don't know what it was that he had, but because uh, I mean, I heard uh, Cardona talking shit about Ricky never having a figure, so I figured he would have known. A figure he would have known. Ha <laughs> ha puns. I don't know. I'm not. I didn't really. I, it was like sideways, so I couldn't really tell the face or anything. I saw a mullet, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't white though. Wrestling. Like it was, it was brown. Like honestly, how many brown <laughs> mullets have you seen in pro wrestling before? Like, the entire eighties, seventies, uh, <laughs> and part of the nineties. Most of the nineties, yep. uh, brown mullets. Um, yeah. Wrestling but, and hockey, they're the only two places they're acceptable. Dude, it, it it's like a, it gives you strength. It, it it's like a power boost. It's like plus five hundred, depending upon the mullet. It like gives you attribute point boosts and stuff. Like it's like a cheat code. Do you not know that? No, I had no idea. No. Well, now you know. Okay, now you know. that explains it. Yeah. Damn. The more you know. Uh, so after intermission, we came back with a friend of the show who another uh, will be another person that we're going to be interviewing on our road to. Hammerstein interview series with Tony Deppen and uh, he uh, wrestled uh, Dark Sheik, uh, defeated yep. Dark Sheik by submission. Uh, was it a chicken wing cattle mutilation variant of something like that? I think poultry mutilation, poultry mutilation, something like that. You know, same poultry thing. mutilation. Yeah, that was a good match. I mean, that was a nice, oh, it, uh, it was a nice uh, follow up mm-hmm. to their spot in the number one contender battle Royal rumble gimmick match that they did at the showboat last. Yeah. Time. They spent a lot of time beating on each other in that match. So, uh, 
little bit of a score to settle for it. It was nice to, you know, see some storyline carry over like from previous yeah. GCW shows, which with the format the, they do isn't exactly like always the easiest thing sometimes. You know what I mean? Like you sometimes have a couple week gaps in between shows, not mm-hmm. always the same people. So it's cool to see it happen. Yeah. Now, like now they're working, like we said before, they were doing so many shows coming up this, this year. It's gonna, probably going to be easier to start doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To actually start tying in storylines and carrying them over yeah. instead of just having one or two to do it for everybody or not everybody, but more yeah. people on the card. Absolutely. Uh, but look forward to that. And this was a good example of such, but uh, you did the gatekeeper, Tony Deppin, bro. He had, yeah, came in dark. She had a nice showing, but we got Tony. Yeah. Fucking oh, man. it up, bro. Uh, hold on. Let me just God damn it, knock the thing over. But what does that say? Sign Tony Deppin. There it is. That's all it needs to be fucking said right there. Do it. Sign so, him. Book, book him for as many matches as you can too. Cause like, holy, holy shit. The guy's so good. Like I've, I, not even the like stuff he was doing wrestling wise in the beginning of the match, but just like how vocal he was at the beginning. He's talking shit to dark Sheik the whole time. He's talking shit to the crowd too. like smaller ring, more intimate venue. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he's getting like, he's, ha- he's got like the like stand up comedian poise of like how, like the shit he's coming back to like hecklers and stuff with mm. and like all this well he's also wrestling a match too it's just so impressive i love the guy and he owns a brewery yeah damn brewmaster um, too brewmaster supreme where is where is his brewery like pennsylvania pennsylvania somewhere yeah, yeah. it's near hershey okay. if i'm not mistaken somewhere up in that area i forgot the name of the town and i forgot the name of it it was something weird to pronounce anyway but give it a giggle google thing and you'll find it I love I uh, love craft beers, so like I would. You would like it, I'm sure. So I, need to, I need to move. I need to move to somewhere in the northeast, area. bro. If you like craft beers, Asheville, North Carolina is, I think, Beer City USA for like ten years out of the last fifteen or some shit like that. As far as like, okay, breweries and craft beers go. So if you like craft beer, come to where I am. Fucking check that shit out. I, I don't even think you could do every brewery in the city in a weekend. Like I don't even know if you could drink a beer at every one physically possible to do it it seems like there's that many that's wild i gotta check that out for sure yeah there's a fucking shitload because the area yeah. is a big sprawled out area and it's just like there's just so fucking many this but match, yeah after that this match is great i want I, I i gotta just mention a couple of things dude yeah i was match. gonna say what do you have from that match before we, oh uh, the uh like the the x-plex on the apron when tony caught uh dark sheik on a dive that was mm-hmm. like okay sure uh the jumping tombstone which like that i don't that move terrifies me every time i watch it it just looks so devastating but uh and then the johnny cage dick punch that was yeah you gotta gotta laugh at that i loved it but well uh that poultry mutilation is such a cool looking move and uh i was wondering I really hope that we hear we built this city on January 23rd. He and says everybody better fucking sing it. Oh, he was telling everybody they better get every... their shit the fucking together and it better be goddamn sung and yelled and screamed. You better fucking oh, hear it all. That's what he was yeah, saying. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Like Adam Cole level participation from the building, please. I'll be fucking disappointed if they're not. I'll be screaming it. And if nobody gets them, if I can't get anybody going, I'm going to be fucking upset with him. So, yeah. No. Yeah. It's. The, they they better not let me down. New York better not let me down on that. No, nah, Manda, Manda deserves to hear his music sung by everyone in that building. 
it's not too much to ask. It's really fucking not. Nope. So out next, we get uh, Emil back in to bring out. Sabu. I mean, ECW <laughs> is the theme of the night. I mean, we got Rhino. Now we got fucking, we had the ECW TV title fucking defended and won tonight. And now we got Sabu coming out. Uh, and right when Sabu's about to talk, here comes our boy Atticus to interrupt, like much like he did Jimmy Jacobs in the ham- in uh, the Melrose Ballroom or whatever it was in uh, Queens. Atticus out to fuck up the crowd's moment, and that's just such a good thing for him to be the ruiner. He's the ruiner. I love it. Yeah, but oh, uh, nice moment about to happen. Nope. No, yeah. If you don't expect any of your fucking happiness and nostalgia moments to happen, if Atticus can have anything to fucking do with it, that's I like that gimmick that he's building up. That fucking part of his character to be the guy that's like, oh yeah, you know, those moments that you fucking love so much, I'm gonna fucking take them all from you. Fuck you guys. Ultimate bad guy shit is great. Absolutely. I wonder what he's gonna. I can't wait to see what he does at the um, Indie Hall of Fame. That's just asking for him to come out and just like ruin shit as the new ruiner <laughs> there's a lot of moments there you can fuck up i love it that's uh, okay there's gonna be a lot, lot a lot of legends there that i'm sure would love that would both love to you know to show how much they don't appreciate it, and i'm sure he'd be totally happy for any of them to yeah. show them that it do like you know but have uh, a, yeah have a little moment there Kogark takes the mic instead, though, and uh says that what he explained that he used to look up to Sagbu, but now he's gonna have to just take him out instead which is yeah, it's it's good. I like this uh, legend killer kind of thing that he's kind of doing too, kind of on the side. His ruin mo- moment ruiner, legend yeah. killer. But then they ha- out comes justice. That brings justice yeah. out to make the save, which sets up their match. He get him with the, what a chair shot, and then threw him off the yeah. stage into the ring. Right? Is that what happened there? Yeah, it kind of that- happened so quick. I was like, fuck, did he? clear it the top ropes think, into the ring i, I don't go think, through the ropes or what I happened i think so i don't know how i think, they he, I think he chair shot and threw him off the stage to the ring he they got in there though but uh yeah this was you know it, it again like kind of like the uh they went all over the building right kind of like the yeah kind of like cardona and rhino it was like you know they very much just brawled their hallway around that nice little like upper deck area um but they didn't come back down the stairs to get towards the ring. They uh, Matt Justice took a backdrop over a like, I guess just a standing bar. Like it was like a bar that yeah, was uh, cutting off the edge of like the section, like a railing. Yeah, it's like a with an extra like, like with an extra like four or five feet drop, like a below drop behind it yeah. too. So like. That was, and I'm like the whole time. I'm just thinking, like, this, please, disaster. Deal, like, that's like we talked about. This there thing, is everything's so off the rails because, like, there's not a table disaster. There. Yeah, there wasn't a table there. There wasn't doors there. Like, he literally just landed in a bunch of empty folding chairs. So that had that everywhere. like that had to feel terrible. He looked fine though. Got right <laughs> back up. So like you know, Superman, Matt Justice, uh, and then Kogar dove off the bar onto him. So. Yeah, there was all types of shit happening. Oh, they were brawling all over. Oh, they were brawling all over the place. It was so good. I love the uh, match. And it, it won with a roll up, right? Uh, Kogar did. Yeah, yeah. So, well, like Matt. So, 
Matt Justice was like Michael Myers at like towards the end of the match. He took yeah. a bunch of like chair shots, got air raid crashed on a chair, kicked out, skiers headlock driver. Skiers all out. up in his head, yeah. Oh yeah, they like stuck good in his head too. He uh yeah. But uh, Sabu was throwing it. Something was happening with Sabu, and then out um, comes my dude, my guy, my Bill man, Gregory Iron. Bill Alfonso. <laughs> well, Gregory Iron and Bobby Beverly yeah. came out to not let that shit happen. And yeah, no. Yeah, had the Bill Alfonso whistle going, uh, grabbing at Sabu. Gregory Iron was the first interview we did when I launched the, like, uh, started kicking off the podcasts and stuff last year, like really doing it for real. Greg was our first one. I love Greg. He's been my buddy for fucking 15 years almost now. He uh, wrote, he did a weekly or monthly blog on my old site before body slam. And then he's actually written some stuff uh, for body slam uh, years, a couple of years ago. So big friend, big fan of the site and shows and good fan, friend of the, of ours uh, gregory iron so even though he's a monster fucking heel in this company i love the fact that dude it's such a good because he's the the opposite in real life he's the nicest and best dude in the world and then he's just such a fucking prick asshole and on, on the out there in the ring it's fucking beautiful yeah but yeah they uh they got the crowd going man with that spot ruin ruin yeah. more ruin more moment ruining from 440 threatening sabu you know, distracting Matt Justice. Kogar rolls him up, gets the win with a little schoolboy school roll up. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, dangerous uh, moves. Dangerous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like all that, all that action and violence in that. Kogar out with of, the schoolboy is so fucking the, heel, too. I love it. Kicked out of so much horrible shit happening to him just for that. But he was distracted, bro. That's the art of hey. the distraction. Yeah, but, you know, it makes sense why. And he explained after the match when he got on the mic and he told everyone how much Sabu meant to him. And, uh, you know, cut her, you know, it gave a really nice rub to Sabu. Not that anyone needs to really give Sabu a rub like he's icon, but. Yeah, but that's probably one of his favorites. Yeah, up, like absolutely. Said, like... Absolutely. It was really, it was really, uh, you know, really nice heartfelt, uh, heartfelt words. And then demanded that hookah blues be played on the PA. Yeah, he plays fucking music. God <laughs> yeah. damn it. Uh, uh, and then also hey, demanded Pantera as well. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll see who his uh, tag partner is tomorrow night. Um, I have a feeling we get the return of Mancer setting up his match next week. That would be really, really, really cool. I hope yeah. so. Because, like, I mean, every match has been announced except for one. And I showed you the card. I'm going to go ahead and just talk about it. The three people that are watching are going to get some scoops here. Like I told you, like we're going to do sometimes. But the only match that has not been announced on the card that I got, what, 10, 12 days ago that I showed you is before fucking Wrestle Kingdom is when I got the card. Uh, the only match that hasn't been announced. They, they, they announced the Mox match tonight, too, which I'll talk about mm -hmm. that here in the same little section we're doing. Yeah, please, because I have some questions so, about that. Uh the only match they haven't announced yet that I saw on the card was Second Gear Crew versus Briscoes for the tag titles at Hammerstein. So tomorrow okay. night, Matt Justice's mystery partner against whoever the fuck they're wrestling. I forgot uh, who Matt Justice is wrestling, but they said who's going to show up and help Matt Justice tomorrow night. That's what they kind of said at the end of that segment of that match. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Perfect opportunity for Mansour to come back. 
and then lead into next week's match for the tech titles. And that'll be the last match announced. Because before that, I was expecting the final match to be announced uh, would be the world title match because that was the only one that had the little asterisk when I got my card sent to me because they were, have, they were supposedly having to wait for his return to AEW TV to announce that match. Mm-hmm. And that's why, and like, I had numerous people tell me last two weeks, when I wrote the article last week that his return was imminent to TV. They expected him last week. We're within a week. So two dynamites passed, you know, in that seven day stretch. Cause like, that was mm-hmm. the thing they said a week. I was like, okay. And it didn't happen. And now we're nine days out and he hasn't returned to TV and he only has one more chance to do it. And that's one, less yeah. than that's uh, like no, four or five days left. Cause I mean, next, dynamite is went dynamite and rampage are live next week. Next week's a live rampage. So there is two, like theoretically they've got up until that Friday night for him to make it to AEW yeah. TV before. But, time, but yeah. That's unfair for GCW not to be able to announce their main event. So I guess they got tired yeah. of waiting and just went ahead You've, and announced it. Yeah, that's the thing. like the you know you 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 want to announce your card. Like I get that you know they're yeah, and you know props to GCW honestly for you know waiting as long as they could. I guess yeah, like they're giving them every opportunity not to spoil the TV imminent TV return to wrestling. But yeah, bro, that's the main event of their biggest show. They're gonna have to fucking put it over and get the card mm-hmm. and get that out there. Yeah, like you've got you've you've got to be able to announce that like more than just you know within days of the show happening. There's so. other moving wheels too involved in that, like other stuff happening. Like I know they have to do some custom artwork and stuff like for this. You know, what I mean, there's stuff that had to be put out, and they couldn't. Some people couldn't get started on stuff until until the match is yeah. announced. So like, you know, you, exactly. you can't wait to the last minute on everything. So yeah, the fact that they announced it before we returned to TV shocked me, like I said, because that was the big thing that I was told they were having to wait for in the first place was his return to TV, which was supposed to have been imminent last week and it didn't happen yet. So I guess we got, like you said, two more opportunities before the Hammerstein show, which I expect. Yeah. Why would they not have him return to their TV program before he goes to somebody else's pay-per-view deadline and his first match back from recovery? I'll be honest. I thought that that Dan Lambert segment with Hangman this week was that was going to be like the John Moxley moment. Me too. I think I mean, like, you know a lot of people thought it was too. Like, you're, not only, you're not the only one that thought that. Like, I had my people texting me, being like, "Here comes your spot," and then they're like, "Well, yeah. never mind." Yeah, and then like obviously you're not going to do it on Rampage because you don't want it getting all over the it's internet. Like, yeah, that yeah, was taped. You know, like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want that shit getting all over the internet for two days before your show goes to air. You know, yeah, like not that kind of, you, you, you want, that kind of, yeah, you know, want that to be on your live show. You don't want that on your tape show. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, anyway, so Hammerstein, we got, uh, Mox and homicide. That's going to be big, gonna but, so good. Yeah. Like I said, maybe tomorrow night we get Mansur come back with, uh, justice. I don't know how his legs doing, but maybe it's a little bit faster than I thought because they set that up. And like I said, that's the only match that I got on that card 15 days ago that I got sent to me that hasn't been now actually announced and that was the second year crew and briscoe's for the titles next weekend so maybe we get that tomorrow night who knows but i'm, I'm down give me yeah give, i don't know give me mancer southern yeah. psycho can't wait yeah. bring him back but yeah then uh post match was when they announced like we had a pop-up earlier uh and we'll announce the return gcw's return to harpo's in detroit on saturday april 23rd yep and that'll be cool. So, but next we had Tuchel Scorpio and Ricky Morton come out uh, to wrestle Bussy, Effie and Alley yeah. Catch. And they, of course, Bussy won. Bussy overall, <laughs> they won by pinfall. Effie pins uh, Ricky Morton following the Bussy pile driver. I think Effie or yep. Allie hit the pile driver. Essie gets the pin. Yep. Effie, you know, moves her 
But this match was fun, man. I love like we talked to Emil about this. So again, I'm gonna plug that interview tomorrow morning. You can hear Emil, Jay, uh, myself, and Mike here talk about talk about this match a little bit ahead of time. And uh, Emil was really looking forward to it, and so was I because that's like two WCW old WCW guys that never tagged together. And Ricky even spent some time in ECW, and so you know, Tuco Scorpio, of course, cut his teeth there. Well, not he was in WCW too, but. They had both spent time in both those, and they never worked together really in a, as a tag team. So that was kind of a little nostalgia bump as well. That was fun. You think about them like at you know in that era too. Like holy shit, that would have been some insane tag team wrestling. Right. But like even in 2022, they still put on a wicked match with uh, against Effie and Ali. Uh, yeah, um, and. What do you think? Tell me, tell me. So let's go over this match a little bit. What, uh, what was your takeaways from this one? Okay, so like they, they, it was great. There was a lot to it that like I got excited about. There was like the comedic elements of it with you know between Scorpio and mm-hmm. Effie with all the like you know all all the all the humps and all the humps to the face. And there the, was the, the link of the joke, the Batista Dick joke. Yeah, from the commentary and and Scorpio's oh, references to his that it was fun. It was fun. KG and Emil were on fire tonight. They, they were. They were really they, good. Uh, they were really they good were together. So good. Really good duo. Um, but then like also Martin and Martin and Ali had a really hilarious spot where he tried to low blow her, and it's like, what do you think is gonna happen? Come on, Rick. Come on, Ricky. Hey man, the road's been that hard. Was, uh, it's been was, a lot of hard years on the road, brother. But Bussy's double team offense too is always like, just. But like there was all you know there was all those like little funny moments. But then in between this, still you're getting like two veteran wrestlers and then two really really you know well rounded indie you know indie wrestlers that are you know obviously more youthful. You would say in their prime, perhaps, but uh, like they had such a good match with each other. It was so, it was, it was just like, I'm like this guy, like Kyle here says our buddy, Kyle, that wrote the, uh, the, the results for body slam tonight for this show. He says, we should all aspire to be like Ricky Morton. Dude is older than Effie and Allie put together, but still out there putting on awesome performances and giving back. Exactly. And brother, I can, exactly. Ricky Morton, I rode around with Ricky back in the day, man, because I used to manage chase and Ricky, I would ride the roads with them and stuff. So I absolutely, love everything about ricky morton um can't go wrong with that honestly but uh yeah no this match was really fun dude ricky can still go man for being dude and he's making more money now than he ever made in his fucking career it's fun to see this guy at this part of his of his career out there just fucking still going man and it's just great uh and we got a good run leading up i don't know what he's gonna do with hammerstein yet really that's no, all he, he was announced too. He'd, I mean. say he'd be at Hammerstein. He was one of the he was one of those like uh, original handful of match card or of uh, a will be at Hammerstein announcements that went out. Yeah, but uh, you know it, it like you know like we were saying though it does it does really uh, speak to how much of a pro Ricky is that like even in 2022 there's still wrestlers that are like excited to like oh shit I get to wrestle Ricky Martin this is gonna be freaking awesome because like he's not you know just in there for like a nostalgia trip and he's you know taking it easy and not doing much like he's still going and like bumping in there bumping hard doing some spots where you're like oh shit don't do that ricky and then he does yeah. it oh god is he okay oh good and, he's fine. yeah and he's like totally fine so like good for him like fucking 
keep going rock and roll forever man Let's well they, he just posted yesterday that uh him and uh, robert are uh, on their like rock and roll and express farewell tour uh, because he's going to start focusing just wrestling with Carrie, doing a uh, father and son tag team stuff together now. That's so. super sick. And there's a lot of like, you know, I, uh, you know, I think we're, I can't remember where we were talking about this. Might have been with Emil. Probably, it's probably with Emil. About uh, it would be really cool for Ricky and Carrie and uh, Stephen Colby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Emil. Yeah. Okay. That was. We talked about a lot with MLJ. Bro, we, like, that's <laughs> oh uh, guys, God. you gotta check that out. It's like an hour and forty <laughs> minutes tomorrow, man. It, it's gonna drop. It's long as shit, but yeah, you really need to check that interview out, dude. Emil's one of the. He's so smart. He knows so much about wrestling. It's so just that, knowledgeable about so many aspects of the business, and he loves this sport. He loves the business. It's it shows in everything he does when you see him out there, when you hear him talk about it. And so, yeah, check that out tomorrow. He like he talked about so much stuff. Like we said, we everything we're yeah. talking about tonight is something that we touched on last night. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even I couldn't plug everything we talked on on that interview when I was trying to write the description for it because it's just like shit. Yeah. I end up writing like this much shit trying to if I told you everything we touched on, but it was a forty five minute interview that turned into an almost two hour podcast, and it's it was worth Dude, every second of it. it I tried to wrap it up three times. I tried to wrap it up three times, and I was just like, well, man, fuck it. It was and such a like, good. Co- I. Yeah, I, I've and and there's more to go back to with him too. We could have like talked for another. We could have talked for another hour and a half, yeah, bro. Which I've easily. done before with Emil. Easily. I think the one he did with Dom and I was two and a half hours, and we were like, "Do we really got to go?" It's like three <laughs> in the morning now, and he's like, "Oh my bad, guys." And we're like, "Dude, it's fine. Don't apologize to us for talking too long. I apologize no. to you for keeping you this long." Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, everybody should check that out, man. He's it's so good. He talks about a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. But uh, and then. Yeah, back getting back to this match, we did have uh, you know the K- KG you know, keeping keeping the laughs coming on commentary. Uh, Scorpio hit his double leg drop, and he said, "How did the in- insides of Effie not squirt to the outside?" <laughs> right, that's a good question. Oh, that's oh, a valid question. Man. It's a valid question. It is. You know, he yeah. uh, he he did come down yeah. on him pretty hard there. But and the the bussy jokes are just endless, of course, all night long. Oh, man. So that's always fun. I. I'd be rolling on the ground if I was like having to sit there at that booth. So I don't know, like, like they to to make those jokes and not just sit there hysterically laughing the whole time. Like, such pros, such pros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, after uh, the- and this was so, our this was our co-main, right? Yeah. So this was the last yeah. match before we went to. This is for for some people. This would be your main event. You know, if you don't like death matches. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, after True. the match, like you said, we uh. Solid match. We you can't. We talked enough about the moves. Everybody should just go watch yeah. it. Like I just, everybody needs to go watch every Ricky Morton match in every two gold Scorpio match until they are no longer wrestling because what they're both doing at this age of their fucking career is incredible. And enough can't be said for Effie and Allie, both uh, Bussy as well. You need to watch anything involving all four of those fucking people. And uh, he did uh, get on the mic after the match too. Yeah, that's what I was going to cut a mic again. So, oh wait, I, I, this is another match. So he again says that uh, he's not going to wrestle Jeff Jarrett, but I have a feeling that tomorrow night that changes when Jeff Jarrett's in Chicago and they get a face to face of some sort, and then it sets up the Hammerstein match because that's as well another match that's on the card for yeah. Hammerstein. As much as Effie says that Jeff Jarrett can't drink the organic clout blood of independent wrestling that is Effie, you know, Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that might be uh, not the case. Dude, Effie knows how to work you, brother. Yeah. 
Uh, no, kayfabe that. No, uh, that yes. I mean, even though it keeps the, I love the the, the build up for this of the it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Fuck you. Yeah. It's going to happen. Of course, that's where we're going with it. And I, mm -hmm. I think tomorrow night, of course, we'll we'll get it because that's the last show. It's the go home. Oh Chicago's yeah, it's the true. go home show. Chicago's the go yeah. home tomorrow night before Hammerstein. So we got one more tomorrow night, other than the uh, independent wrestling hall show that's free on YouTube next weekend mm -hmm. and you know gcw is definitely doing it big for hammerstein because they, they don't even have like a friday or anything like or anything running next weekend at all like well other than the independent hall on saturday yeah they have and yeah they have like a non-wrestling like a non in-ring wrestling event taking place on the yeah. saturday but it's they have, like, a they, they have a production but not yeah. a wrestling event yeah their show is the hammerstein that weekend so like, yeah that's and, gonna know, be usually they do a day after with like jcw and mm -hmm. or h2o and some stuff like they got coming yep. up later before nothing this weekend nothing. it is hammerstein yep. all roads are leading to hammerstein no distractions tomorrow night's go home show so yeah i expect effie and jeff jarrett to be finalized tomorrow night because that's going to be your money match, no matter what Effie says. That's he knows it. Effie knows money. Obviously, he touched on it as business insider stuff tonight, dude. <laughs> Mister Six Figures, yeah, over there. Fucking who else can make six figures in, on the independent uh, scene that's never been signed by another a major promotion? I don't. I, I can't think of anybody. So, it's a short list. If it's very short, list. if there is a list at all. Yeah, but most of them have been somewhere else to be like. Eh, now my booking rate's so high that I can justify yeah. that. Like. Fucking yeah, that fee, and now I can get there easier. But he did it all on his own, man. He yeah. built his brand, something fucking fast. It, it like soared quick, man. He's very, like you said, two years of just doing that podcast. He touched on like he does Monday night, not raw every fucking week for two years when he gets home. And that dude, dude, he leaves Thursday morning every fuck from Atlanta and comes back Monday morning and then does a show Monday night for his podcast. He's home till Wednesday night and he leaves Thursday fucking morning or Wednesday night again. And he's I gone working. I encourage people to, you know, check that out too. It's a good show. Like I watch, good show. I, I watch it. I'm... Uh, he, he talked about me uh, and our hanging out after the uh, full gear uh, wrestle or the first wrestling stuff when he was up there, when he wrestled a uh, full gear weekend, he was talking about that. Cause he died. Uh, he was talking about my chop video because I released the chop video with him the same that same weekend. So he was putting it over on that. Uh, I'm a subscriber. I'm just gonna start asking him for Cassidy stories and chat. He's funny, dude. We got <laughs> some. We'll have some new ones next weekend. We'll have some new ones next weekend. I'm sure. But yeah, he uh, he showed the chop video. I think during the stream of him chopping me up, and he dude he asked me where I in uh, he asked where I ranked when I saw him in Minneapolis, and he's still. fourth damn yeah he's got a nasty sounding chop like he yeah. he's got a percussive chop he talks about he says i'm not known for my chops but if he's gonna he's gonna get you right here he's gonna get you in the heart he's gonna he, you're gonna know he was there that's what he says he's like when i'm when i'm gone you're gonna know i was there <laughs> and i was uh, like i had some blood I had some bloody chest i had blood on my chest to prove it but yeah another he's the fucking man Another wonderful series you can find on the Body Slam YouTube channel, by the way, is Cassidy getting the shit chopped out of him by professional wrestlers. It's yeah, fucking hilarious. I feel yeah, so I, bad for you, but like, we're we're for... in the it's the off season. We we're in between season one and two, uh, and yeah. I wasn't planning on taking a seasonal break, but we we're in a, we're in a lull right now. This it's uh we had some filming issues. Uh, didn't get any filmed uh, last week. This week in uh, Raleigh, uh, 
just it wasn't working out. What timing wasn't good. It was just too much going on. I didn't really want to bother hey, people. You'll, didn't you'll, wanna... you'll be around a plethora of independent talent next weekend. For, so. week, for days. For days. I'm... And they've already been talking about it. Like a lot of the guys have already been like chatting me up about it and be like, we're gonna get we're gonna line them up for you. I'm like, fucking can't wait. <laughs> so yeah, hey. now at this point I'm just like, yeah, season two will start when I get back from Hammerstein. Uh, yeah. I was, I guess, I was gonna do some this weekend when I went to Terminus and Zicky's. That was the original Ooh. plan, but I got a fucking snowstorm coming through. Uh, starting, well, it was supposed to start tonight and or like tomorrow during the day, but now it's been backed up to tomorrow night. But I'm gonna get like two feet of snow here, and I don't fucking feel like driving down to Atlanta in it, so I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I don't want to because gotta stay safe. Yeah, because I would have been coming back Sunday night in the middle of like two feet of snow like while it's still pouring the snow uh and i was like that doesn't seem like the best idea just to go get some chops and watch some wrestling which i can watch the wrestling on tv mm-hmm. here at the house they're both excuse me available for purchase excuse me zicky's is on twitch free tomorrow yeah. night yeah so super, gonna do that. super smart move that's really cool to tap into that yeah but uh so yeah uh but yeah if you cut that like i said Promote that over. Then we got another little intermission downtime of the show where we have Alex Cologne, uh, Hoodfoot match getting set up where they set the ring up. Big Van out yeah. there getting his uh, destructional weapons and stuff loaded up all over the place. And uh, this match was for the GCW Ultra Violent Championship too. And it was mm-hmm. Hoodfoot's debut with the company. And he got a lot of. Um, were you familiar with Hoodfoot? Because I didn't know about him until a couple, like a month or two ago, I guess, whenever that match happened where he just fucking leaked and bled so much fucking blood that the amount of blood that he lost was what got everybody fucking talking. Did you see that match? I didn't see the match. I saw some like gifs and clips of just yeah. like the bloodshed and he uh, he bled like crazy in this match. Like, God he's damn, like, yeah. He's like, he's just, this was he's nothing like, compared to that no, other one though too. No, it's like, no, what this, the fuck, no, man? No, this wasn't that bad, but this was still like a fuckload of blood too tonight though. Dude. Like he's, I, I don't know, maybe he's just like a really good bleeder. I, he could be. Some people just bleed well. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, like, yeah. I don't know. He's, you know, he's taking his aspirin or something like I don't drink it. I like, I don't know, but he's. <laughs> Takes a couple, He's, drinks a couple. Yeah, alcohol. I got a piercing once, and I had like two shots of vodka only in me, and I like literally, I had to take it out because I I couldn't keep the piercing in. I got a, I got my lip pierced, and so like I it, it I you know not much anyway, but to make it happen, so I can't you know huh. like God damn he dude he was and it was kind of weird gross too because the fucking uh dust and powder from the light tubes yeah. like caking into his blood and it was just there like was a lot it was getting soupy and thick too. and i was like that can't be healthy like you're not even supposed to breathe that shit in are you supposed to get it in your fucking open wounds and blood like that because it was fucking like cake dude it looked like somebody throwing baby powder on him in places of that blood where there was so much of that powder from those fucking light tubes on him yeah, but like you know, we'll get we'll get to it. But Alex Cologne did help him try to sanitize that near towards the end of the match. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, we'll so, get there. So, but, uh, where do you want to start? I'll let you just Hood, take the lead on this one because this was just a fucking bloodbath. Like, okay, like for Hoodfoot is a big dude, mm-hmm. so I was like, mm-hmm. all right, Alex Cologne might you know get bounced around tonight, and he did. He got beat up. He got beat up too. But like, Alex, there was so much glass. That oh my god, and then like the black canvas too. Like, what I, I, you tweeted, uh, 
you, like I think you tweeted like so much glass or like there was something so much. It. But like I all I can think is like the black canvas really brings out the sparkle of the glass. It does, like, dude. That's <laughs> what I don't think I noticed fuck. how much there is on that gray canvas. But that no. fucking black canvas, like you saw every shot, fucking white shard of glass. Oh yeah. It was and it, and it also didn't uh, I think the canvas was not the same material as it usually is. It's usually no. that gray canvas, and this was that like was... black, like slick like vinyl canvas like, vinyl yeah, like, like canvas. vinyl looking and it, i feel like that should have just burn bumping on that like but it also looked like it wasn't doing as much job of like getting the glass off of the wrestlers and onto the mat because you know it's like it was all over hoodfoot like the little pieces were just like he looked like he was fucking like a just sparkling like it was covered in glitter he had so much fucking glass on him it was like all over his body throughout the match just the more he rolled around it was like like Throwing yeah. a fucking pretzel and some like salt and just shaking it up. Speaking yeah. of, that's a good segue to another spot in this fucking match. Salt. What do you think of that? That was uh that was traumatic. For Who me. brought the like, salt out? Was... was it Vin? Who brought the salt I, out? Was I it Big know. Vin or what? I, Where did it come from? All I don't... of a sudden I just saw two big ass things yeah. of fucking iodine iodized salt. I don't know where it came from. Like they were you know, they were they, they like they were on hard cam and then they panned to like a ringside cam and there's just like containers of salt up close with cologne and hoodfoot just behind him. And uh like I, I was cringing as soon as I saw the salt, but I'm like, okay, how are they gonna like where where are they putting the salt? And then obviously on the wounds no like i no like i know what's going on the wounds but like in in what way are we just like throwing salt at it are we rubbing it in there and no alice cologne was just like i'm literally gonna bathe you in it yeah just was showering it on the hoodfoot's head which does sanitize any any possible um yeah yeah it was kill any infection that might have been happening from this but yeah because dude they he was fuck what about the spot where he busted the light tube and then just stabbed him in the fucking leg and it was just like i'm just gonna i would like he literally like into his fucking yeah. back of his into the back of his leg i was just about to say this alex cologne like th- over his last few matches he's like really his like sadism level is just ramping up and up like he was doing a lot of like carving and grinding glass into hoodfoot's like thighs and legs and shit tonight which and face and like and, oh yeah he stuck he was... the two he gave him a goddamn uh antenna he put two yeah. fucking horns into his head with the tubes at one point yeah like he did he just stick him in there weren't they just sticking out and then the, for a second or then they, they tried to do that it did not stay i don't I, remember i know that was the it looked like that was the intent when he was like putting I it think... in his fucking head I don't even think it was like that he didn't have them in there deep enough. I think it was just that they were so long that the weight of them is the only thing. That yeah, they really stayed like... for a second, right? Yeah. They fell out. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they were shorter sections of tube, he probably could have kept them in there. For Same a with long. the leg. When he did in the back yeah. of the leg, I was like, is that going to stay? I'd stay in the leg. And he was like, popped it out and then shoot it. He ate it yeah. afterwards. Like, God like, damn, this is awesome. He like, yeah, he, I was like cringing watching him get his thighs cut up. Cause normally you don't see dudes like grinding tubes into the thigh. Like no, they that. even commented on on the second like, the commentary. They're like, "When was the last time, Emma? When was the last time you ever saw a, a deathmatch wrestler attack the leg with glass like this? Yeah, like, never, never like KG, never. Like, like it's cool. He's working the leg. It's not what we're used to. At yeah, all. he wasn't like, unique, like uh, yeah, unique offense, like different type of uh, uh like work the leg uh, uh, 
Alex, Alex, different Cologne. meaning to it. Definitely gave it different meaning. That's what I was trying to say. Alex Cologne, I, I like, I feel like he's just getting more and more twisted. It's just going to get worse. We're going to keep like, it, it was the gusset plates with John Wayne Murdoch the last time. Like, yeah, how, what did Murdoch unlo- unlock something in him, dude? And uh, yeah, now, yeah, he just, just like, he, he was already the, you know, he's already the blood fighter. And now he's just like, he's, he's bloodlust Alex Cologne right now. Dude, yeah, he, uh, uh, but you know, also Hoodfoot hit him with a nice sight of a suplex through a plate too. That was like God damn over one. the top through the fuck like that yeah. glass exploded, man. That and was a fucking awesome spot. They both went through that plate too. Like he, you know, Hoodfoot's giving himself as much trouble there as he is to Alex. So, but again, so much glass. Like it just makes me so nervous. I'm like another David. Ar- I mean, because the David Arquette thing. You know what I mean? Like, that was just, like, I mean, it, all it takes is just one, like, accidental, like, twitch and freak out and just, mm-hmm. like, not completely trusting the other person just to not kill you. You know what I mean? And how hard is it to not fight your instinct to just, like, huh, when somebody's, like, you know what I mean, trying to, like, fake, you know, not fake, yeah. but just, like, safely, you know what I mean, carve you up. It's yeah. just, like, you know, fuck, man, those guys – Deathmatch wrestling, it's not for everybody at all. Of course, obviously, fucking obviously. But, like, there's so much to appreciate about it. And it does Mm – it's a totally different element. And it does a really good job of – when it's done right and done well with really good deathmatch performers, which GCW does the best job, I think, of doing that, of having, you know, not just deathmatch for the sake of deathmatch, but to have deathmatch that tells a story, kind of. You know I mean? They usually incorporate it into – they're, like you said, they do those long arcing storylines because their shows don't carry over sometimes from match from you know week to week or bi-weekly because you can't have the same you know, more than one death match usually on all their cards unless it's that tournament mm-hmm. survival and stuff like that. So sometimes they don't get to tell those storylines out and they have to wait and take turns and like yeah, you know, kind of alternate, you know, the way they tell their stories, but they do a good job with it, man, to where it's like not just blood, gore, and guts for the sake of having it out there, but they do, a, you know, it's it's there for a purpose. You know, it's there to showcase some talent that otherwise wouldn't get seen, who are good workers and good wrestlers, and also fantastic uh, deathmatch wrestlers, and they can do everything. And Drew, uh, Drew Parker, when he was at Homecoming, like he blew my mind. Like I'm watching him, I'm like, okay, so like mm-hmm. he's. You know, you watch a guy like that wrestler, you watch Alex Cologne, you know, you watch it, you know, you watch G Raver, Jimmy Lloyd, all these guys. Akira, who Akira, all beer also Akira, uh, absolutely. Where are are you available you know? Tuesday, by the way? Uh seven PM. Yeah, it probably could be. We're gonna record Akira seven PM. We're gonna record him for this series. Uh God. probably drop that one either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. We're gonna have yeah. stuff every day, probably in theory. Sounds so good. yeah, we'll have Akira again later. So that's another deathmatch guy that does just yeah found like, home here to showcase some of their like, talent. You, you watch these guys wrestle and you see the movesets that they're executing. You're like, okay, they don't need to wrestle a deathmatch style. Like they could just work, you know, regular ass wrestling matches and mm-hmm. be totally good wrestlers. Yeah. And then that, and it makes me appreciate watching them wrestle deathmatch more because at that point I know that they're just doing it because they really want to wrestle deathmatch. Yeah. And it makes their matches that much better because they're wrestling deathmatch because that's the style of wrestling they've chosen to make their, like, pursue their passion in, mm-hmm. you know? And 
it shows when you get a match like tonight or with, uh, you know, Murdoch and Cologne on New Year's or Day. Tremont you know. and anybody Tremont wrestles. <laughs> yeah, Tremont, Tremont always like like him and AJ, like him and AJ Gray had, you know. Oh God, that House of Horrors match. Fuck. Really? AJ AJ will be there tomorrow night, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure he is wrestling. Uh, I, I got it right here. Uh, thank tomorrow you. night, AJ versus PCO. That's what it was. There we go. Yeah, I that's was expecting the night, but yeah, tomorrow night, PCO and him. That's PCO just signed no, with Impact. I think AJ Gray is wrestling at West Coast Pro tonight. That's right, he is. Yeah, he's we uh, talked about that. We talked about that. He and I did. Yeah, he's but uh, yeah, AJ and PCO is gonna be. Ooh, that's gonna be nasty. And speaking of death matches, tomorrow night we get uh the Marcus Kane tribute death match to close the night. And uh that'll be streaming on YouTube. And that's Alex Cologne versus Jimmy Lloyd versus Schlack. That's gonna be sick. Yeah, so that's on YouTube. I don't know if it's what time that one's gonna be hmm. tomorrow on YouTube. Let I me mean, I hit the link right here just to see if it says what time it's scheduled to go live or if it's just like on standby until whenever because i don't know they might do that early mm-hmm. to start you know what i mean and then clean up afterwards uh yeah. no it's 11 45 tomorrow night so tomorrow night 11 45 roughly 22 hours from now we get the marcus crane tribute uh tribute 666 death match that's gonna be so there so, you know they're gonna go off for that too yeah man and uh that's like you said, a it's, great match. It's gonna be yeah, and I'm sure that means that match is gonna mean a lot to everybody because Marcus mm-hmm. Crane is yeah, friend everybody's seemed to be friends with Marcus Crane. He's he Yeah. So that's gonna be cool tomorrow night. Um that's anything gonna, else you want to touch on on that match before we preview the rest of the weekend and touch on a little bit of like what we're going from here for Hammerstein? Or? Uh just you know, if we can keep the salt spots at a minimum for my my viewing pleasure that was ooh. that one that one made you squirmish the, the salt i don't know why i think it's you know or alternatively like let's go full bag of chips and like someone do a vinegar spot now i want to see a vinegar spot that's you know what there i'm no i'm gonna go the way of alex cologne i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna up my blood well, talk to akira about it talk to akira yeah. about it on tuesday and that way, when he incorporates into his moveset, you could be like, responsibility. That's on yeah. me. I claim, you yeah. You claim it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do, do that. that. So you got to go in there and plant the seeds. But, uh, yeah, I mean, tonight's show was good, man. I thought it was a good uh, – this was obviously the – not is. I think tomorrow night's show is going to be a little bit bigger than this one. Uh, but this was a good build-up to tomorrow night's return to Chicago. And then that's, like I said, the go-home show for fucking – Hammerstein for the world on GCW next weekend on the 23rd Sunday night. But uh, tomorrow night, before we get there, tomorrow night's card, because we will be doing a post show immediately. Well, sometime following closely after the show's over tomorrow night, uh, we will be doing another uh, GCW post show uh, here on Body Slam uh, on Twitch on the YouTube channel here. So make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't done that yet so you don't miss anything. We've got a bunch of stuff dropping. We'll plug all that later too. But uh, the card tomorrow night, we got uh, Speedball Mike Bailey versus uh, Tony Deppen, who we're also interviewing sometime this week for the series. Ooh. Yeah, uh, we'll circle back to that, too. I'll touch base with you there. We got Allie Catch and Kylie Ray. Yeah, Kylie Ray's coming back. 
Uh-huh. We got AJ Gray and PCO, which we talked touched on. That's gonna fucking just it's gonna be a hard hit. God match. damn. That's... Those two are gonna, gonna beat the shit out of each other and just giggle mm-hmm. about it the whole time. It's gonna be fun as fuck. Yep. Uh then we got the Deathmatch King, Matt Cardona versus Rocket and Roll Express's Ricky Morton, WWE Hall of Famer, Ricky Morton. Uh, then we get the it's I think it's for the belts for the tag titles tomorrow night, isn't it? Uh, Briscoe's Mark and Jay versus the Rejects, John Wayne Murdoch and Reed Bentley. Yep, open challenge, death open, uh, challenge. open challenge. Uh, GCW tag team tag team titles. Sweet. So yeah, that'll happen tomorrow night. We got uh, Gresham versus Two Cold Scorpio. Is that for the ROH belt or is that just a singles match? That is ROH World Championship. So Two Cold Scorpio gets an ROH title shot tomorrow. That's God yeah. damn. What a cool match too. Like. Right, because you know yeah. Gresham, being a kid from the Atlanta, it wasn't from the Atlanta area. Being a kid in Atlanta, watched Scorpio as a kid when he, because Atlanta, right? WCW, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, it's fucking awesome. And then, yeah, yeah, he got to actually see Scorpio too, and not Flash Funk. So, like, yeah, I mean, probably. You have to, admit, you have to assume. Yeah. Did uh, and then we got Bandito and Blake Christian, which that match didn't happen because yeah. Bandito got COVID last time, right? Yeah, I think that was supposed to be Texas? Blood on the Hills. No, one that Texas, or was that the next th- night in LA? Uh, I think it was LA. It was supposed to be Blood on the Hills. It was supposed to have Bandito and Blake Christian. And then got, we ended up Bandito. Bandito got Texas or COVID in Texas when he wrestled. So we got, um, yeah, so we got Blake versus Alex. That's uh, right. And at the at the LA show instead, which like, oh shit, what a tragic replacement match to have to make now. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, Bandito has the new ROH world title still, doesn't he? Yeah, he is like the current like even ROH. though even though Gresham has the other ROH world title. The original still. belt. Yeah, it's like this weird Are we doing the New Japan angle? Is that what we're doing now? We're gonna have multiple titles going around? I don't know. Like is Bandito it, gonna defend the R the new ROH title against Bray Christian and Jonathan Gresham defend the original ROH title against Tico Scorpio tomorrow night? Uh, correct. Like, I, I'm really sorry if I'm mistaken here, but I feel like Bandito's had like a match booked or some, he's got something lined up where he is defending it. Not uh, in, not tomorrow, but like, they should just do it tomorrow night too. Cause if you know, aggressive is why not just do that yeah. whole like multiple belt thing. It'd be, it makes sense to do it Yeah, defend on that fucking both. show. Have them both air at the same time. It makes sense. Both ROH. Yeah. And then really, that would really push and drive that angle that there's multiple world titles now being defended even on the same broadcast against two different people yeah so that'd be cool but then we also get the scramble uh of course we're always gonna have a scramble but we got gringo loco versus dante leon versus or leon is it leon or leon i think it's leon yeah dante leon and it's leon rough and leon dante leon even though they're spelled the same yeah uh anyway dante leon versus uh alex zane uh dark chic Nick Wayne and Ninja Mac in a That's gonna fucking be so good GCW scramble fuck fest style match. That's gonna be fun. And then of course, like I said, the Marcus Kane tribute death match with uh, Cologne, Jimmy Lloyd, and Schlack. That'll be streaming free on GCW's YouTube channel. And don't forget the return of J E double F J A double R E double T Jeff Jarrett to a GCW ring. I like that he uh, taught us how to spell his name with like the little, you know, it almost kind of sounds like a, like a car insurance jingle from the nineties. Yeah. And it's, it's, you, I, you always, as soon as somebody starts doing something in that, uh, like 
pentameter dynamic pen, pentameter or was that what you talked about with the, the rhythm of the way you say something and speak it yeah, you know yeah. what i mean uh you know exactly it's jeff jarrett because i could do like c a double s i you know what i mean i could do it with my name you know what i mean it's like oh shit you can do it with anybody you like e double f y like f he does it with his now too so it's great you can do that shit jeff jarrett. that's such a smart it's such a smart little touch that he's doing that too like yeah. that, that guy's a genius i love effie Dude, he's so fucking good, but yeah, so I'll be fun tomorrow. We get like I said, he'll Jeff Turner will turn tomorrow night, talk some shit, and like I said, I think it's gonna set up that match because that's the only one that is now left on the card that I saw from last two weeks ago. This is the Jeff Jarrett and uh, Effie match, and that's just gonna be fun, man. That's gonna be so fun. I'm. Somebody Jared can, can still go. Yeah, Jared sorry. can still do work, bro. It's gonna be fun to watch. And Effie's gonna get a fucking Effie's gonna pull to pull a match out of him, man. Everybody's gonna oh, be yeah. sleeping on that shit, talking shit like, oh, I can't believe we get fucking Jeff Jarrett when we want this or this. Dude, you're gonna be that you, you're gonna get what Effie wants you to get. And he probably wants Je- you to get Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett's gonna surprise people. And Effie is like Effie could wrestle a cardboard box and find a way to have like a captivating match with it, I think. Like he this was where uh, Kyle chimed in. This is where ba- uh, Bandito's okay. doing the it's yeah. a terminus. terminus. Bandito okay. versus Baron Black at Terminus. Yeah, ba- Baron Black uh, booked himself for the R-Rage World title. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Kyle with the save. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Appreciate you, dude. Yeah, dude. Clutch. Clutch, Kyle. Kyle. Clutch, Kyle. Kyle in the clutch. Yeah, I was going to be there, man. I would have known that if I paid more attention, but I already checked out when I decided I'm not going to fucking risk in my in the snow. Hey, you're, you know, got to Dude, gotta, knowing, gotta knowing safe, me, man, man knowing me, because it's all uphill, too. So, like, all the way from Atlanta to where I'm at is fucking uphill. And the last spot, too, is, like, the peak, like, the highest point in the journey is literally right. You get right to my county, then you come back down. So, it's, like, right there where I'm at is, like, oh, the highest point of the entire journey possible is where I'm at. Yeah, then you start going downhill from literally where, where I'm at in my town. It's like right here. And then from here at North Carolina, from the coast, it's all downhill. So it's like right here no. is the high spot coming in. Oh, no. Break, trying to break on that shit. You hit one patch of ice. Well, you don't do- be, yeah, dude. Doomed. Like, yeah. on it, take it from a Canadian. Fuck driving in the snow. Oh, dude, we get it every year. We actually get winter <laughs> up here in the mountains in North Carolina sometimes. True. So, yeah. yeah, like we've had some blizzards, but they're calling for it uh here and uh everybody's freaking out there's no more milk sandwiches to be had at the grocery store you can't buy any milk or bread fuck uh, yeah yeah so. I, I my mom I was all freaking out she's like did you go to the store and prepare i was like and buy milk and bread that i'm not going to use no didn't do it i'm so like, ignorant how are you, you, you going to survive it's like i don't have milk and bread now and i'm not fucking dead i don't i think i'll be fine tomorrow without it i'm so ignorant towards like what the weather patterns in the u.s are like that like i do the opposite where people always think oh, Canada is the land of snow and ice. Like I just assume it doesn't snow like South of Ohio. It normally doesn't, but I'm in like the probably like there's three ski slope resort kind of things like near me. Uh, there's one in my town. There's one more, a little bit further South. Uh, the furthest one South is uh, Sapphire Valley where actually Jameis that uh, works here, Jameis Mooney that does stuff with us. He, I met him up there. His family lives up there uh, as a cabin. So that's like the furthest place you can ski in the United States, uh, southward is right there. And it's like an hour from me. And then I got a ski resort here in my town, a little slope with like 13 or 15, uh, shit. They got a pretty big base right now. Cause it's been fucking cold. So they've been blowing snow for like months. Uh, I used to work up there when I was a kid and then uh, a little bit further 
away like up by Asheville there's one and then Boone actually is pretty good there's like some big ones in Boone it's like more like what you would go and expect in like British Columbia out west you know what I mean like real fucking resorts and shit where it's like oh there's like 52 trails and it's like you can ski for hours before you get down to the base mine it's like you'll take a 10 minute chair ride to the top and you're down in five and it's like back up again and down so it's like not the biggest fucking like area there because of where we are but it's still we got some snow up here but yeah i canceled i was just like fuck it man i wanted to go this weekend and do terminus and zickies but it's just not i'll watch it from the fuck it i'll watch them from the house and talk about them instead you know i don't know how i'm gonna watch zicky tomorrow on twitch and gcw at the same time i don't have two screens i'm not i can't multitask gotta get on that two screen cast bro i mean i got my computer and the tv but like it's all it takes it's all it takes but I got to work. I have to be doing yeah. other shit at the same time. True. So it's like, I, even if it's on my computer, if I'm doing something else, that window's like closed out. So it's not even visible. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's so hard. It's so hard. There's so much good wrestling going on now. It's like, where do you, you know, you have to like legitimately pick and choose, especially if you're actually yeah. like watching indie, like IP, I, like IPPVs now that there's, there's almost like two there's almost like two good shows going on every night it feels like yeah you gotta you gotta figure out you gotta be selective in what you do yeah. but that's a good thing man having too much wrestling to watch is a it's a terrible terrible spot to be in right yeah uh well shit let's pretty much wrap this up oh let's touch on something else they announced that fucking the world on gcw is going to be available on regular pay-per-view not yeah. just fucking eye pay-per-view that's yeah. a big fucking deal that i didn't real, really got addressed real ca- as yeah, much real cable online real, real fucking that's that's like yeah like i said that's like ecw making it to fucking pay-per-view real paper the gcw is doing the same fucking thing now like my my comparison of that being like they're barely legal push is now the exact same thing they're going mm-hmm. to fucking real pay-per-view and that solidifies you so I, I think that solidifies you as being a top tier promotion you know what i mean to be picked up and carried by all your major satellite and cable providers on pay-per-view that's fucking big deal man not yeah. i mean it really puts into perspective what is to be expected from this show on the mm-hmm. 23rd. Like yeah. both, you know, as a fan of, you know, Oh, we're, you know, you're, you know, we were going to get a good card. Like they've even got this on cable, but also like for GCW, like for them to be getting this, that they, you know, they're expecting a lot of eyes and they're, they're where they're going to get them. And I really excited for what they're announcing a lot of shows coming up over the next couple months like did you see the uh the I'm, return to is it the re, is it where's the homicide going is it texas new is it texas um, detroit or it was the valentine's day show is it la again is it tech california but i saw homicide was announced for that uh i gotta look that one up but uh, they yeah, announced that today they announced that today they announced uh it was like their valentine's day show yeah, the GC. Yeah, the February shows. Um, that would be. Oh man, I. I hear you over there, trackball scrolling. Yeah. The wheel. <laughs> Roll that wheel. Oh man! All right, there it is. Uh, Friday, February twenty fifth, Los Angeles, GCW. Welcome to Heartbreak. Welcome to Heartbreak. So it's kind of yeah. the it's the Valentine's Day yeah. month show. I was yeah. a little off on my date, but the theme is still their Valentine's Day show, even though it's on the twenty fifth. But yeah, hmm, homicides announced for a return. I wonder if that might be 
some foreshadowing for next weekend. Would be interesting. Like I said, man, I think next weekend is homicides weekend. Uh, I mean, we get the hall, we get the Hall of Fame on Saturday night, and then he's in the main event for the title the next night, and now he's already announced his return in February. Well, look, all I'm gonna say is if homicide is the uh, getting the winner share of the purse at the Hammerstein, going to the pay window. He might be going to the pay window. Then something very specific needs to happen at that show that MLJ talked about in our interview, but you need to listen to the interview to find out what I'm referring to. Yeah. That's tomorrow morning. Listen you can to that. find it right here. If you see this, there's a scroll. If you're listening to us, you can, I'll tell you where to go. But if you're watching tomorrow morning at 8 AM on the body slam YouTube channel, which can be found at youtube.com slash, uh, body slam net pro wrestling. I think you can get there with that or the link at the bottom. It's still the same link. It gets you there, but just search body slam.net on YouTube. You should be able to find the channel, subscribe to it. If you haven't done it yet, do that now for us, please. Cause you're going to be missing out on a bunch of stuff. Dude, we got podcasts dropping like multiple a day. Now, lots of content. We usually don't have a day without a show. And if we do, it's probably not unintentional. It's probably something happened. It seems like everything's supposed to be going up now every day. So, Make sure you subscribe to us so you can keep up with all the stuff that we got going on, guys. We got a lot of stuff for you. Uh, but yeah, um, right here, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., uh, the second interview of our Road to Hammerstein interview series. Mike and I did uh, earlier this week or yesterday. Was it two days ago? Yeah, it was either way, two days ago, I think. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday with yeah. uh, MLJ. And guys, you're going to love that interview, I, I think, honestly. We talked for, like I said, almost yeah. an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes close to it, if not more, about fucking everything, man. He loves wrestling, and you, you'll hear it in his voice. You'll hear it in our conversation. It's just uh, – he's super fun. He's probably one of my favorite interviews of all time. That's like the second or third one he's done with us. Uh, yeah, most of the So, yeah, definitely check that, that out tomorrow morning. You don't want to miss it. Uh, Mike, tell everybody where they can find you, what you got going on. I know we, well, tomorrow night they'll hear us. I'm, unless you aren't going to be here, you'll hear us tomorrow night, right? Oh, no, I'm here. I'm here. So I will be, we will be back tomorrow night, but tell us what else we can catch you doing around here, brother. GCW post show always. Uh, TV results for Raw, NXT, SmackDown. I'll report your results for you on uh, on show night after right after the show, Wednesday and Friday. Live AEW results for Dynamite and Rampage. You know who knows where else I might pop up. Yeah, man. Doing some it, shows. doing some interviews now. Yeah. Just dropped dropped on with Cass and Charlie Tiger today. MLJ That's a fun one, one, yeah. You guys Cass can check that one out. Yeah, Ka- yeah. Uh, Charlie is a uh, up and comer in GCW, and it's really cool. Company's getting big. He's getting, he, you know, he's on the way up there. So one of the people who's gonna you're gonna be kind of looking out for that face yeah. around GCW over the years to come. It was good yeah. good getting a chance to talk to him too. And uh, yeah, we got more tw- coming. We got more coming. We got a lot of those. Uh, we're, we're hoping to have a GCW interview every day between now and Hammerstein in theory. So, and then right there, that's, that's yeah. where we can find you. Mr. Purple P uh, M R P R P L TV, Mr. Purple TV, my man, Mike Hamley. Uh, guys. Yeah. You can uh, find, uh, find me uh, of course at Casshole with three O's at C A S S H O O O L E. Uh, that's where I'm at on the Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I mean, my Facebook's not really a business Facebook. I do post some stuff, but it's mostly just personal shit. Uh, 
I may edge, I may accept it. I may not. You never know, guys. I'm not going to promise you shit uh, on that one. But Twitter, I usually, I'm there. You can follow me. I do lots of stuff on the Twitter now. Also follow the website Body Slam Net on Twitter, uh, Instagram, fucking Twitch. What else are we on? Uh, Facebook, Body Slam Net on everything there on all of our accounts. You can find us there, guys. Also, if you feel like it, we would love you to go to slamchats.com. And if you feel like donating to the team, man, everything is appreciated. Uh, we got a lot of stuff planned for you guys, man. We hope this uh, series this week, you hope you enjoy it. We're going to do a lot of GCW stuff. You're probably going to get sick of hearing it unless you're a big GCW fan like a lot of us at the site. And then you're going to be all about it. So, uh, yeah, we got, uh, like I said, Emil tomorrow. I think on Sunday, Jack Cartwheel uh, dropping that uh, Jay Shell did with uh, Jack Cartwheel. Uh, it was just the two of them. They had seemed to have a fun one. It sounds like it's going to be really good. I think you'll enjoy that as well. Mike and I have, a, like I said, a fucking marathon of an interview with MLJ tomorrow that I think you guys are really going to like. So check that shit out, guys. We appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow night uh, following the – Say you will from Chicago. We'll have another GCW post show, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking us out. Peace.